0: everybody welcome to Game mass thanks for joining me tonight on the show it is what is it it's thursday at midnight uh actually it's almost like uh four minutes it'll be midnight so i guess it'll be friday in a few minutes uh so thanks for joining me on the show it's been a while since i've done a Game mass show because i've been busy doing interviews and stuff so um <laughs> on sundays so um i'm doing one on a thursday friday this week and um I want to thank you for listening. If you're listening live or listening uh, in the archives or however you're listening, I appreciate it. Um, just so you know, you can always find out more about me at offlimitshow.com. You can go there. You can listen to the show there live as well as chat if you want, or you can uh, listen to the show on spreaker.com live or in archives, all of my archives, 300 plus shows are there as well as on iTunes and, um, other places around the world. So just check me out wherever you can. I'm everywhere pretty much. So, um, Tonight we're talking about uh, gay stuff, as usual, on the show. It's uh, gay mass, so we're talking about those kinds of things tonight. We're going to do, or talk, rather, about uh, the news, what's going on in gay culture, gay news, as always. Um, You know, lately there's been a lot of things going on, and uh, I think uh, there's been um, a lot to talk about tonight, so um let's get started so uh, one of the things I want to talk about before I get it started on the actual news and everything was um hold on just a second hold on just a second sorry about that was um I wanted to talk about um um the uh uh, the show Looking, the, the the final episode of the season of Looking aired on Sunday, and I watched it, um, and um, it was pretty good. It's gotten a lot better since the beginning, since the first episode, and it seems to be the consensus among most of gay people who watch the show, gay men specifically. Um, it kind of started off slowly, but I liked that about the show, because it kind of um, allowed you to get to know the characters and it kind of just unfolded as life does. And, you know, it didn't really just, it wasn't forced the way a lot of shows are. Um, But ultimately he ends up having sex with his boss. Patrick ends up having sex with his boss. Big mistake after um, after uh, Robbie, um, I think his name is Richie or Robbie, his boyfriend, uh, decided they needed to take a break or whatever. Um, He ended up having sex with his boss. His boss came on to him and first he resisted and ultimately he gave in. And his boss said how hard it was for him to be around him every day and just not to want to fuck him. So Patrick wanted to allow him to do that, so he did. (laughs) So, um, And, of course, it was a big mistake, and you could see that Patrick had had some ambivalence about the decision before he gave in, Um, but he did give in. And as soon as it was over, it was like his boss was completely done with him, no interest at all, and there was really no... um, nothing left to say. You could kind of tell there was weirdness left over after that. So I'm anxious to see what's going to happen next season with that relationship because uh, working with your boss that you've actually had sex with, it must be really weird. I've never had that experience, fortunately. Um, But I think it must be really weird, especially when um, really it's kind of sexual harassment. I mean, his boss really just kept coming on to him, coming on to him, coming on to him. And was showing up at places he was showing up at and so it's a little bit of sexual harassment but I guess if he gave into it I guess it's, it's consensual but it's still sexual harassment um, but I've never I don't think I've ever well there was one place I worked once um, that I won't name <clears throat> when I was younger in my 20s that actually uh, the, he, was, he wasn't my he was like the boss he wasn't like the owner of the company but he was it was a small company and he wasn't actually the owner of the company but he was uh he was uh somebody who was a higher up than me you know he's probably 30 i don't know probably like 32 or something like that and i was like in my Early, early to mid-20s, early 20s, I think. <clears throat> anyway, and I, I saw him immediately and I thought he was gorgeous. So dropped dead gorgeous during the interview process. Um, but um, I didn't think anything else about it, really. And then he ended up hiring me. They, they ended up hiring me. And um, I remember the, the first day I was there, um, he, he showed me around or whatever. And um, these other guys that work there, apparently he hired, they hired a lot of gay people, um, Were um, although it was owned by heterosexual people, were um he was showing me around and showed me the bathroom and, uh, the other guys, one of the guys that was with us walking around us who'd walked there for a while said, Oh, be careful. If he takes you in the bathroom, he's going to want to have sex with you or something like that. And I was like, I think he's just kidding. Right. And just joking around and whatever. And so, um, anyway, when I went on about my business and my day and that day he tried to get me, he asked me to go to lunch with him or the next day or something. And I said, I couldn't cause I had a meeting with the boss that day at lunch. And so, um, anyway, as time moved on, Eventually, uh, one night he was, um, we were in his office and, uh, anyway, we ended up having sex, but, uh, so I don't consider that sexual harassment because it was completely consensual, but it really shouldn't have happened. So I guess I kind of had been in that situation, I guess, when I think about it, but, uh, when we had sex several times, multiple times after that as well, but not at the office at, at his place. And so it was, it was, um, fun and hot and, and, and passionate and great, but it was not something that, you know. It was it was what it was. So, and most of the time, I think people in those kind of relationships or those kinds of situations, when they're in a uh, workplace environment where they meet someone they're having sex with, typically that's just what it ends up being—just fun or whatever. Um, Although some people have met their spouses there, their husband, their future husband or future wife. At work. So it's not like it's impossible or n- inconceivable for it to happen or for things to turn into something more serious. Absolutely. And a lot of times, unfortunately, they're married already. But um, when they're not, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, but it was, you know, I think it's fine. But I think in, you know, I I, so in my case, it wasn't like he was my higher up. He was the boss or he was like somebody who was going to take it out on me. He didn't. And, you know, I ended up leaving that place. Um, um, I, I don't know, a while after that, just because I didn't like it there and I didn't like working for other people, which was the case. That's why I've worked for myself forever. <laughs> um, and so <clears throat> it was um, it was fine in my situation. But I think if you're in that situation and you you are a gay man or, or a gay woman and you're being sexually harassed or your boss is coming on to you or higher up is coming on to you or a colleague is coming on to you and you don't want the advances, it's unwanted advances. advances that's one thing I think that if it's unwanted and someone's harassing you, then you need to report it to your superior or HR or whatever. Um, but if it's something that you like and, you know, I think it's fine, although it gets, it becomes a slippery slope, I think because people end up having to report to their bosses and you get in an argument or a fight or you get into the sort of, um, pull and push, no pun intended, (laughs) push and pull, um, with, um, with um your with control in an office, I think you know if you have a higher up and you're not the higher up, and so that can get in the way. Oh, the sex get in the way, or the relationship get in the way of that, and it can make people feel weird about that as well. So I don't know. I don't necessarily advocate uh, sexual relationships in the office place. I don't think it's a good idea, but I think if the situation is right and both people understand what they're getting into and both people understand, both people agree that it's consensual, obviously, then that's fine. So anyway, but that's looking. So looking is coming back next season. <clears throat> um, so for, it was picked up fortunately for another season. So I'll be interested to see, uh, what happens next season. I know you will too. Now here in Texas, I don't know if you've seen this, it was kind of national news. I don't know if it was national news, but it was regional at least. Um, There were these two women whose bodies were found, two lesbians, uh, dumped outside a South Texas convenience store, and uh, it's called the name of the place is called Port Boulevard, Texas, which is I think near Houston. Uh, Anyway, they were found last week, and uh, today um, uh, the father of one of the two women was arrested in connection with their murders. His name is James Larry Cosby. He's forty six years old, and he lives in Houston. And he was charged with two counts of tampering with evidence in the deaths of his daughter, Brittany Cosby, and her girlfriend, Crystal Jackson. And um, they set his bail at $500,000, and the charges against him um, may be upgraded to capital murder as the investigation continues. So I don't know what happened between them, obviously, um, but – The family was not happy with the girl's lifestyle that that she led, quote unquote, according to the county's sheriff there. Um, But they didn't actually say if that was a factor in her death, but it probably was. But, you know, it's, you know, and uh, this can happen in any family, any race, anything. But in the black community, this is a black family. It's really, really frowned upon to be gay. And. Um, it's it just like a horror, it's like the worst thing you can be in a lot of ways with a lot or a large part of the black community. And of course I've talked about that before on the show. Um, but it is just it, it, in the black community, it's incredibly um taboo and so to see someone who is part of a black family and the father's black to actually do this to their daughter who's black and is a lesbian and they don't want her to be gay doesn't surprise me i am not saying it's because they're black i'm just saying the race i'm saying because of the culture the culturally it's so frowned upon so it would be the same thing as if you if it were some really redneck um backwoods uh white guy you know, who was a Southern Baptist and hated gay people and hated black people, whatever, you know, and their daughter or their son was dating somebody who was black or they were gay or whatever. So it's the same kind of thing. And those kinds of those kinds of cultures, both of those kinds of cultures and in both of those cultures, I mean, homosexuality is completely Ground upon, so it's uh not surprising to me that these kinds of things happen unfortunately it's it's devastating and sad, but it 's not surprising and of course i 'm just pontificating i don 't know what actually happened yet, nobody knows what happened yet but i um, I think it's really um stupid <laughs> so um, but anyway uh and more good news about gay marriage around the country by the way, we have of course um, you know the most recent example uh Texas having recently. Um, overturned our anti-gay marriage ban here. Um, thank goodness. And of course, it is under appeal as was uh, expected. Um, but as you've seen from around the country, it's already happened in seven other places where it's been challenged in the same kind of law. And it has fortunately been um, ultimately overturned in every single case because the country has over the government the federal law is that it is unconstitutional to um, prevent people of the same sex from marrying <clears> the <throat> federally. So because of that it's the federal government. It is trickling down to the states, and you can't really argue with the states because it's approved as a constitutional right, and even though states have states' rights, the Constitution supersedes any of those states' rights uh, that they may have. So, because of that, we have now uh, Arizona's gay marriage ban being challenged by Lambda Legal. Um, They're also challenging uh, the gay marriage ban in Indiana. And also, uh, ACLU has filed a federal suit seeking recognition of same-sex marriage marriages in Florida. So it is, as I've said before, spreading around like wildfire through the country. We are eventually going to have gay marriage just like heterosexual marriage throughout the land. Uh, It's just a matter of time. And as I've said before, it's as if each state's a domino and each domino is falling and that's what's going to happen until we're all equally lined up and not all different. And Anyway, it just pisses me off. But anyway, um, And then uh, recently, you know, and uh, kind of a setback in in Alabama recently, Huntsville, Alabama, a judge ruled that two women who were legally married in Iowa cannot get divorced in Alabama because it doesn't recognize same-sex marriages. Um, They had filed a complaint um, this month saying that the two were legally married in Dubuque, Iowa in 2012. And the suit said that the two women who were separated no longer get along one divorce. And so the state of Alabama said they're both here. They're both from here in Alabama and this is where their homes are, their family and their friends are, but they can't get divorced. Too bad. Uh, So I think the reason is obviously because they don't want to recognize divorce because then they think that means they have to recognize gay marriage. Um, Fortunately, it's just a matter of time, like I said before. And also Mississippi recently approved the Altered Religious Freedom Bill. Now this bill... um, is the bill where you have the religious freedom to deny people service or to deny gay people or anyone for that matter based on your religious belief system so if you're a quote-unquote christian and you believe that being gay is evil and wrong and we're all horrible and disgusting then you can uh refuse service to people who are gay um and uh so they had the bill initially stating that and then it was struck down but they've re-amended they've amended the bill um and the new bill basically says that um that um because of religious freedom they're allowed to discriminate against people i mean it doesn't say it, it has words obviously but that's what it says essentially so it's essentially the same bill with some small changes essentially um and anyway you know these stupid bills are trying to pass around the country for um, religious freedom. It's so ridiculous. First of all, religions religious people have freedom in this country. They have the freedom to do whatever the fuck they want, um, but they don't have the freedom to do to be you know bigoted or treat people differently in, um under the law. So under the law, people who are religious are protected from. Um, certain things because they're religious religious beliefs. For example, if you are, um, I don't know, a Mormon, I don't know, you're a Mormon or something, and your religious belief says that you have to wear something specific or like over your head or if you're a Muslim or whatever, um, in school those kids are allowed to wear those things or wear dress a certain way because of the Religious Freedom Acts. However, Um, when it comes to discriminating against people other than yourself, outside of your own group to, uh, try to legislate hate this way, um, just because you don't agree with someone else is ridiculous. If you don't agree with someone else's lifestyle, as they put it, or whom they are or whatever, then don't hang out with them (laughs) don't talk to them or whatever. And if someone who's gay comes to your place of business and you don't want to serve them tough shit. That's the same thing that happened with blacks in in the Jim Crow era. That's why this is called like the Jim Crow 2.0 laws, I'm calling it. Um, It's exactly the same kind of thing. So, you know, there were so many people who didn't want to serve black people. Because they thought black people were inferior to them, or they couldn't eat with them, or they were dirty, or whatever they thought about them, and they they didn't want them in the same place, and they were they were above them, and blah blah blah. And so it's because of their religion, which was used against black people in the '60s and so on and before that, um, to state that they were sub. sub- um, subhuman or somehow inferior to Caucasian people, um, it's the same thing they are doing now. They're saying the Bible makes gay people inferior or somehow subpar or subhuman even in some ways, um, because we are different. And according to their quote unquote Bible, what their Bible supposedly says, which it doesn't say, uh, we do not have the right to be who we are. Fuck you. Yes, we do. We are what we are. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, understand why people see the distinction here between being someone who disagrees with someone else's way of life like i like i cannot stand republicans okay i can't stand right-wing conservative republicans they make me sick they're disgusting human beings for the most part Um, not all of them but a lot of them are just people i cannot stand at all Uh, let's let's use an example let's talk about um Ann Coulter as an example, for example, let's, let's use her as an example. Ann Coulter is the perfect example of what I cannot stand and detest and abhor about um, the right-wing conservative movement and Tea Party people and bullshit, even though she's not a Tea party um So let's say that she comes into my place of business, which is a, let's say it's a, um, uh, let's say I'm running a cafe or something. And I'm running a cafe, Ann Coulter comes into my cafe, and she wants me to make her a cappuccino and (laughs) am I going to stand there and say no I'm not making you a cappuccino because you're a Republican and I can't stand what you stand for Fuck that. If she's paying, I don't give a shit what her beliefs are. I don't care. And this is the same. This should be the same thing for people in these bakeries and these other shops and restaurants or whatever. Who the fuck cares where the money comes from? It's money. So as long as the money, it's not it's not harming you as a person. It's not like gay people are going out and actively protesting against your rights or who you are. You just don't like who they are. Fuck that. Who, who gives a shit? You know, so it's the same thing with me. If it were in my if it were my case or in my situation where she came into my restaurant or something, even though I can't stand her and abhor her and would not have a conversation with her, I would not talk to her, I would not want anything to do with her, I would be polite. I would say, you know, what would you like? And she'd say, I want a cappuccino and I'd make the cappuccino for her. And then I would give her the cappuccino, check her out, get her money, and she'd be on her little way. That'd be fine with me. And so people who, and it's very typical for a right-wing conservative to vote or to do things that are against their own self-interest, especially when, you know, voting on financial purposes, because they typically vote based on social issues, it seems to me. Republicans almost always vote on social issues or vote on things based on their social belief system. So they vote against, you know, things that are best for them in terms of their financial Wherewithal, for example, they'll vote for people Republicans and put them in office who are extremely wealthy and have no interest in helping people who are not also extremely wealthy or the top 1% um, in terms of helping corporations get richer and bailouts for corporations and things like that. But not no bailouts for people uh, who don't make any money or people or public assistance or whatever, even though some of these people who vote for them are on those things and rely on them. So they vote against them, they vote for them, even though they're voting against their own best self-interest. And so this is just another example, because with these people, these right-wing conservatives that hate we gay people so much, they will do the same thing. They will go around and they will... Um, um, not not serve people who are different than they are or don't believe the way they do, even though it hurts their bottom line and their pocket book. So people are just fucking stupid. (laughs) Basically. I'm just so, I just, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm not saying, look, you know, how do I put this without sounding really? I think people are, they're just, there are people in this world who are just stupid. I mean, honestly, people who are just dumb and they don't have a fucking brain cell. They don't use their brain. They don't think they don't, have a logical, rational means of thinking. They use their brain to function every day, but they don't ever actively think. They just follow, or they're sheep, or they're led, but they don't actually ever think about why they're doing what they do. And I've never had any kind of respect for that kind of a person. And I've never had any kind of respect for people who hate. So um, so I, it just baffles my mind because I am definitely a thinker, an intellectual, and somebody who actually tries to think logically through things, even though I'm also highly emotional. That's why I'm unique. So it's it's interesting to me that people are um, like that because I just don't get it. I never will, I guess. Okay. Going to take a quick, quick break, come back and talk some more about the gay news going on in the world today. Um, we're talking about the queen of England and we're gonna talk about some other things as well. I'll be right back. Jason Dolly, Jason Dotley, I should say, uh, with Love Story. He he actually I did an interview with him, I don't know, I think it was in December, I think we did an interview with him. Um and um he's a real nice guy, real real just a nice guy. Anyway, he's um uh, t- currently touring around uh, the country with that song. He's about to go around the country. Right now he's doing, uh, I think, mostly in the Northeast. But he's uh, doing that song, and it's actually produced by Shep Pettibone. I don't know if you remember Chef Pettibone. I remember Shep Pettibone because I remember looking at the back of the Vogue CD, or not the Vogue CD, but the um, the uh, Immaculate Collection CD by Madonna uh, in ni- 1990 or something, or 89 or 90, and remember him having been one of the producers on that, as well as Vogue so he actually uh, had a lot of good things to say about the song and uh, he helped produce it so that's why i I think it's a good song anyway um if you want to check him out you can go to his website which I think is jason.ly.com he was he was the one by the way who was on um he was on um sorted sorted lives. If you've ever seen that show, he was the one that was on short, Sorted Live. So anyway. So speaking of the Queen of England earlier, she has made it to now um, – made full marriage equality essentially uh, legal with her royal assent, which is basically uh, saying that she passed a bill, uh, in England, Scotland, and Wales. And so um, I think if someone as old as she is and as completely conservative as she is could actually uh, be, get on board for gay uh <laughs> for something gay gay marriage i think that um you know it's a sign that the times are changing and that we're getting closer and closer to our full equality um now there's this guy his name is Brandon Ambrosino he is a complete idiot and he i mean this man is a complete he's a writer Okay, and he was recently hired to to be a writer for Vox, um, and he'll be doing columns for them. Anyway, he actually has basically said about himself that he is a homosexual for homophobes. He's socially conservative, anti-gay. And he's an apologist for our enemy, uh, for our enemies. You know, people who are against us. Uh, he defended Jerry Falwell by example, who once claimed that gays caused 9/11. He frowned at marriage equality and claimed that his homosexuality was a choice. And he wrote an article called Tranny Grammar. So anyway, he's a, a real embarrassment. And I, it made me think about some of the people I've run across that were also gay um, in my lifetime, whom were quite the embarrassment to the gay community. And just it just baffled my mind, you know, starting as simply as someone who's a log. Law- cabin Republican, for example. I mean, those people have always baffled my mind, boggled me. I've never understood how you can be a log cabin Republican, but apparently they exist. Um, and so all the way up to people like him who actually make apologies for who, for us being gay and him saying that being gay is a choice. So um, I don't know why he says being gay is a choice. I, he's the first person and the first gay person I've ever heard say that, uh, that he thinks being gay. He himself is gay thinks that being gay is a choice. Now, I don't think anybody chooses their sexuality. Being gay, being straight, being bisexual, whatever. I don't think that you choose it. I think it's it's just who you are. It's programmed into you genetically or whatever. Um, when you're born, you're one way or the other or the other. So I, it's always baffling to me when I hear people say something like that, because um, first of all, I've always said that Whether being gay is a choice or not, which it isn't, but whether it's a choice or not is not the uh, point and is not um, the um, thing that we should be debating about because people who are Christian or whatever, always, or who are anti-gay, I mean, always want to use being gay as a choice as some sort of argument, as if it means anything, because being gay let's say being gay were a choice that doesn't change the fact that gay people deserve the same rights as everybody else um, it doesn't change the fact that if they want to marry other people of the same sex they should be able to do that it has nothing to do with anything um, but the fact that we it isn't a choice and the fact that it is an immutable quality among about us makes us a special class of people and uh, in this country uh, just as being black or Hispanic or white or whatever it is about you that makes you something immutable that can not be changed and that you're discriminated against makes you protect a class so if you are um, gay and it is a choice, then it would somewhat take that take away from that. And that's why I don't like people saying it's a choice when it's not and it isn't. And 90% of the world knows it's not and would agree that it isn't a choice. Um, and I've always it's always made me laugh because people, you know, I've always said to people, they're like, oh well, you know, people who are anti-gay or homophobic, and they're saying to me, Oh, well being gay is a choice, blah blah blah. And I always say just what I told you to them. But I also say You know, are you gay? And they're like, no, I'm not gay. Well, then how would you know whether it's a choice or not, you know? So, um, and of course you always ask if you're, you know, did you wake up one day and decide to be straight? Their answer is always no, but that's just the way it's supposed to be. They say blah, blah, blah. And so if you want to know if being gay is a choice or not, ask a gay person because gay people know. So you might want to ask a gay person if it's, if it is or not. And this particular gay person is out of his fucking mind, but I have met some people like this before, and it's really embarrassing to the gay community. And to me individually, I think most of the time, people like this are just trying to be different and, really aren't i mean he's either really just a loony and a complete nutbag or he really just doesn't believe that he's just trying to be different i think the way um some comedians are about politics or like ann coulter i think some of the things ann coulter says are just completely out of this world crazy and i'm thinking she couldn't really believe the things she says i mean she couldn't really believe them but she i think she does which is what's frightening and so with this guy i think it's 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 quite similar i think he actually is um there's also a uh, uh, an athlete who says that homophobia uh, is a Brazilian soccer player um, and he says God created Adam and Eve not Adam and Eve's <laughs> um, his name is Alex de Costa uh, and he isn't ashamed to so let it be known that he's homophobic and he says God says one should love all people for what they are we love everyone but do not like those who do not stand for what the Bible says. But this is not about homophobia, he says, says Alex. He says, and the swine, though he divide the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud. He is unclean to you. Leviticus 11.7. He keeps talking about Leviticus, as they all do. Um, And then he says, ye shall keep the Sabbath therefore, for it is holy unto you. Every one that defieth it shall surely be put to death, for whoever, whosoever doth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days may work be done, but the seventh, the Sabbath, the rest holy to the Lord. Blah, blah, blah. It's this reading about, he's just commenting and in, in making all this these paraphrases from the Bible, um, he goes on and on and on and on. And he kind of cherry picks the Bible as to what fits his belief system, you know? Um, and he's just like all the other homophobes out there. And, and, you know, they give Christians a bad name and, you know, sometimes Christians give Christians a bad name. And I was speaking of that. There was a, um, there was a, you um, know, um, I run into people before who are Christian. I was reading an article, I think last week or something, about this or something similar to this, where there are Christians who call themselves Christian who uh, will say that um, they're not anti-gay, and they don't. Oh, I, there's nothing wrong. You know, they don't say that. There's no. They don't. They say they're not anti-gay, but they'll say things like, for example um, the Bible says that we shouldn't judge people for their sins. Um, so I'm not going to judge you for being gay. Well, the fact that you just said that means you're judging me for being gay. I mean, you're making a judgment. That sentence is so judgmental in and of itself. So please, I mean, there's nothing even, you know, tactful or hidden about that, that sentence. So, um, so it's always just a joke to me and I find it amusing how Christians will couch their their homophobia uh within a sentence like that <clears throat> and they'll say things like oh well you're gay but you know well uh, everybody's a sinner i'm a sinner you're a sinner and so they're calling me a sinner i mean <laughs> or they're saying you know well they're gay people and they're you know there are people who are murderers and there are people who are who are thieves but we have to we have to we have to um but god God um, forgives all of these people. God forgives all of us. And so, <laughs> I mean, they just make it worse and worse and worse. And so it's like they, the, the insulting... Nature of their words just never ends. It continues on and on and on and on and on and on. on. But I've never understood that, and um, so people who so people ask me sometimes why I dislike most Christians, and that's why. I mean, this self righteousness and this uh, sense of of being so completely knowing about everything because I believe in Jesus Christ and he is the way, blah, 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 Well, good for you. I'm so happy that you believe what you believe. Congratulations. But keep your beliefs to your fucking self. Did I ask for your opinion? No. Do I want to know what you believe? No. Do you, I need you to proselytize to me? No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody asked you. And it also irritates me that they always say that if someone's not Christian, that they're going to hell or they're evil or they're wrong or they're an atheist you know I have people who've been Christian who've said because I've told them I don't believe in the Christian idea of God at all I don't believe in the Bible and blah blah blah, blah. and therefore they say that I'm an atheist and I'm like no I'm not I didn't say I was an atheist I said I don't believe in the Christian idea of God there uh, and they're like well what other kind of God is there what, what else is there there's no other God and Well, yeah, (laughs) there's all kinds of ideas about what God is, and no one knows who or what God is or what God looks like or even if there is a God. Nobody knows anything until you're dead. So And they're like, well, of course you do, because the Bible says blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the Quran says this, and the Torah says this, and the Talmud says that. I mean, you know, come on. We have a million different religions out there, um, all kinds of religions and all kinds of books that have been written a long time ago by different people, old men who live forever ago, uh, and one isn't necessarily more correct than the other. And so I get so tired of hearing these Christians, just these self-righteous idiots, talk about how right they are about everything. When in reality, they don't know shit. Um, and you can't have an actual conversation with them because all they do is talk about. All they can do is actually pre, um, not preach, but quote from the Bible and talk about how, you know, how wrong you are for not believing what they believe. And so it just gets really tiring. So whatever. Okay, gonna take one more quick break. Come back, and we are going to wrap up the show. I'll be right back. You wanna? You wanna? You wanna? You want a hot buddy? You want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch! You want number Lamborghini? Sit in Martins? Look hot in a bikini? You better work, bitch! You wanna live fancy? Live in a big mansion? Party in France? You better work, bitch! You better work, bitch! You better work, bitch! You better work, bitch! You better work, bitch. To walk, bitch. I uh, get to walk, bitch. Uh, bring it on, bring me along. All stop now, just be the champion. Work it hard like it's your profession. Watch out, man. Let's get it now Pick up what I'm running down Pick up what I'm running down. down You want a hot buddy You want a Bungari? You want to Maserati? You better work, bitch You want a Lamborghini? Sit in martinis Look hot in a bikini? You better work, bitch You wanna live fancy Live in a big mansion Party in France? You better work, bitch You better work, bitch You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Now get to work, bitch. bitch. Now get to work, bitch. The bad thing Just a bitch that you love it all Hold your head high Fingers to the sky They gon' try to try ya But they can't deny ya Keep it moving higher And higher Keep it moving higher And higher So hold your head high Fingers to the sky Now they don't believe ya But they gonna need ya Keep it moving higher and I keep it broken, and and I and Work, 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 Britney to get you going all right that was Britney Spears with work bitch uh I don't particularly like Britney Spears by the way I know it makes me an anti-gay guy <laughs> you know where's my gay card going to go but I I just don't really like her I've never liked her that much I like her, some of her music like that but um I like most of her music like her big hits, you know, and oops, I did it again. You know, I love that stuff, but I don't like her. (laughs) I've never really liked her much. And, and speaking of conservatives earlier, I was talking about Republicans and conservatives and that sort of thing. And she's apparently not the most gay friendly person. And, um, she does come from the South, you know, y'all from Georgia, I think. And, uh, she's not the most, um, gay friendly. So she's got her God out there. So, you know what they say about those Christians anyway. So, I don't just a little bit about Britney Spears anyway. So, one more thing I want to talk about was the fact that I don't know if any of you watch Grey's Anatomy, I've watched that show since the beginning, I still watch it. Um, and I don't know if you know that Sandra Oh, uh, who plays, um, what's her new character's name, Christina, uh, Yang, yeah, on the show, she's, uh, leaving the show this season. This is her last season. She'll be leaving in, you know, the end of the year or the end of the season, May. And, um, they're bringing back Isaiah Washington's character to the show. Now he was actually let go from the show, fired essentially. Um, it was like the third season, I think, or something. And he, uh, and T.R. Knight apparently got into some argument and he called T.R. Knight a faggot. And then he called him a faggot again at the 2006 Golden Globes, um, when they won best drama series. Um, even though everybody heard him use the word, he denied ever using it. And then Knight came out, uh, and then talked about it. So, um, you know, (sighs) I just find it. I mean, I don't care that he's coming back on the show so much as because his character's coming back. i would probably to be with Christina because I think if I remember correctly, he left her at the altar or, or didn't show up or something. That's how they got rid of him off the show. But anyway, um, but as much as, as him as a person, I don't know. I mean, I guess he served his penance, I guess, to some degree because he has been kicked off the show. But, um, I don't know if it's okay because I'm sure he hasn't, he's actually apologized to the gay community, whatever. And it always makes me laugh. You know, it's just like when Paula Deen apologized to black people or whatever for using the N word before. And when other people have apologized, it just seems so disingenuous. You know, it's people are uh, disingenuous. People are so, you know, only apologetic when they're caught most of the times about anything. That's just almost human nature. So people rarely apologize or take on the ownership or onus of saying, I fucked up, I was wrong, I was ignorant, I was stupid, whatever. I apologize, you know. But the only reason he did the apology was because he was forced to do it. He was trying to save his job and his career, which both have down the toilet, haven't seen him since. So, but anyway, I don't know if it's, uh, I think it's probably going to be a, interesting to see him on the show again anyway, but I don't think that, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't have any kind of, um, respect for people who call people names, uh, like that, uh, racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, or sexist names when, uh, they're on call for. I meaning that what I mean by that is if somebody is calling you names or being mean to you or evil or whatever, that's one thing. Yes. You want to retaliate, whatever, even then you really shouldn't. But it's understandable in those circumstances. If someone is doing the same thing to you, you know, turn about spare play. But if it's not the case and you're the instigator, you're just calling people, somebody names and and the N-word or the F-word or whatever, just because you don't like gay people or black people or whatever, well, fuck you. So anyway, that's all I have to say tonight. Really short show. I apologize. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to kind of get back in the swing of things since I haven't been have been doing shows for a while. So um, I'll be back uh, Sunday. I'm going to be... Um, on Sunday, I'm interviewing... Um, the creator of um, of the movie um, Birth- Birthday Cake, um, his name is Chad Darnell, and he's actually a um, he's actually from Atlanta originally, and he's done a lot of projects. He's uh, done several things for a lot of directors and producers, um, but his uh, film Birthday Cake won at um, Best Comedy Film and Best Feature Film. Uh, in Atlanta and at Kansas City Gay and Lesbian Film Festival, San Antonio, Palm Springs, all over the place. It came out a couple of years ago. Um, and um, he's going to come here to the show to talk to me about um, what that's like. And also is promoting trying to get that show onto Netflix, which I would like to see because I want to watch the movie. I haven't even watched it because I can't watch it. I mean, I don't know if I can get even get a copy or anything. But anyway, he's trying to get that on to uh, Netflix uh, and you have to kind of um, campaign for that, I guess. And so he's trying to do that. But also he's writing a um, movie, a biopic about uh, Joy Stefano, the porn star from the 90s, gorgeous bottom. And he's uh, writing about that. So I'm going to talk to him about those two things as well. So it should be interesting. So be sure to tune in for that if you're interested. Otherwise, I will see you next week on the show and everybody have a Gale time. Good night.